Save the Semantics, episode 209. It is May 4th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, it is Wednesday. So right smack dab in the middle of the week. Um, I, it's, been a, it's been a bit of a busy week this week. Um, so I haven't really had the... Uh, the chance to catch up on, on, a, on a whole lot of things, but, um, you know, I just wanted to, I wanted to put something out, I do have some things that I do want to talk about, uh, but yeah, I haven't really had the chance to make too much progress in Future Redeemed, uh, but I'm looking to do so probably later this week, tomorrow. Wait, is it Wednesday or is it Thursday? It's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday, so not a little over half half the week. Um, Jesus, okay. Um, but yeah, this week, uh, yeah, I've just been a bit busy, so I haven't had the uh, chance to do much else outside of my outside of my work schedule. Um, I, uh, it's funny. I've I felt sort of. Uh, I think it was like Tuesday. I really felt, (laughs) I really felt like that person that I don't want to be, where it's essentially the person who says, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. I, I, I kind of felt that way. I think it was like both Monday and Tuesday because I was just out of it. I did not have, apparently I didn't have the caffeine intake that I needed in order to get through the morning. And I was literally that person, and I don't, I, I, I did not like, I did not like that feeling. It was not, it was not the headspace that I wanted to be in. Um, especially Tuesday, like I was just kind of struggling to, kind of get through the morning, um, to through the day. Really, it was just sort of a, it was a weird one. But I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Um, I, I, it, it really is. I don't want to say that it is dependency, but it is, you can argue that it is like caffeine dependency in a sense, to where you kind of need that shit to function. I am not a fan of that. I love coffee, man. I do. I drink it every day. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I'd say the routine that I have set up or the, uh, you know, the way in which I intake it, um, kind of set up is through you know through when i'm when i'm extremely busy i i probably have like three you know three half cups a day which maybe equates to like one and a half one full cup and a half cup of coffee you know every day which doesn't seem too bad but it is a quite a bit for me like that's still a lot of caffeine you know what i mean um and so i try to bring that shit down when i'm less busy to right now uh to maybe like a cup, you know what I mean? Um, and I've, I've sort of done that kind of as a, you know, adjustment, uh, as I have over the last few years. And I felt like that's worked out, but there are times like, you know, this past week where I've felt like I've just, I've really just sort of felt like the, you know, the, uh, the deplete, where I feel just completely depleted of energy. If I did, I, if I didn't have like, another cup of coffee, you know what I mean? And it was just sort of, uh, 
I don't know, it's frustrating. I don't want to, I don't want to have to feel like I really want to essentially use caffeine. Like, it's not, it's not that bad, but I can see it getting bad if I, if I sort of, um, if I lean too heavily on it or if I intake it way too much over the course of of a day, you know what I mean? So I think I, I want to be, and I've talked about this before, but I, I do, I don't know if I'll ever like completely give up coffee. I don't know. It's possible in the future. I, I, I just like it too much. The point where it's, 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 I, I don't ever see it happening. I think it's just something where I maybe need to wean off of it or, or, or I could, you know, in the future, if it's, if, you know, if it's something where I, I really do think that consuming caffeine is detrimental to my health, um, I could transition to like decaf or whatever. I know that like, that's available. We could still have the, you know, I can still enjoy the taste of coffee without having the, you know, effects of caffeine. So I don't know. That's just sort of how, <laughs> that's how I felt, um, a little bit this week. It, it, it's not too bad. I might just be reading into it. It might just be an effect of, you know, adjust, adjusting to, you know, this current, you know, work schedule and whatnot. So, um, and then, you know, taking into account how much coffee I take, I think it's, just, I think it's just multiple factors you know what I mean? But I do, I do want to, <laughs> I'm sort of cautioning myself, my future self in, in terms of, uh, being a little better and, 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 you know, uh, being a bit more responsible, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Um, even if it's really not that big of an issue, but yeah, that's just sort of how I felt, uh, earlier on this past week. Uh, yeah, today's, today's May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. Um, it's been a minute, it's been a long time since I've, uh, watched anything Star Wars related. I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure the last thing I saw was The Last Jedi, which was five years ago at this point, which is crazy. It's a completely different time, completely different I don't know about person, but I was, it was just, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now, and it was just completely, it was a different, uh, yeah, it was a different person, man, back in college, it's kind of crazy, um, was it 2015, or I mean 2018, I'm trying to think, I feel, I, I felt like it was like 2018, and then the, uh, uh, what was it, what was the other one after that, Rise of Skywalker, that was what 20 that was like 2019 i gotta look at my dates man but um yeah i i remember watching that and thinking that it was pretty bad uh it was entertaining for sure there were some entertaining sequences and some of the visuals were really pretty but uh i I felt that a lot of the a lot of the way in which the plot developed was really silly and just sort of uh circumstantial and it just didn't really make a lot of sense and it was just it it was hard to take it seriously um at times and i i um i don't really have any intention of like watching it again um and then i also have no intention of watching rise of skywalker because apparently that one's worse (laughs) so uh that trilogy that that last uh sequel trilogy is uh, sort of inconclusive for on my part i just don't have any intention of finishing it off or watching it um 
but I mean, there's just there's just so much. There's so much Star Wars content nowadays on on Disney Plus with the shows and everything. There's so many fucking shows, man. And you know me with with shows, I I, I don't watch them. <laughs> I just I just ha- I just don't I just don't watch them. Um, but I also I I also just don't have. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. I just don't have. I I'm just not super engaged with Star Wars anymore, at, or at this point, you know what I mean. I just haven't really. Uh, Again, I I think I might have just I don't know I've just might, might have lost interest when I was you know since I since I was a kid um, I was really into it when I was much younger um, I really enjoyed just the uh, you know the uh, the fantasy of being a Jedi and waving around a laser sword and everything like that like that was a fun 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 little thing that that I had. Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to buy, there was this video game, um, sold as sort of a separate, not as a, really a console, but a separate device. Um, it wasn't connected to any of the, you know, main, main consoles at the time, but essentially I think it was, it was kind of like a pu- plug and play where essentially you, it's sort of, it's sort of, uh, it was kind of similar to motion controls in a sense. I think it might have even been before that, or might have been in the same era as Wii. That's what it kind of felt like. Felt like I felt I don't know. I think I was younger than that though. Um, when I'm before I remember kind of when I remember seeing ads for it. Um, essentially, it was it was it was this kind of device you had. Um, and you're fighting other, you know, other, you know, you're, you're doing lightsaber duels with other, um, other Jedi or other, you know, Sith on, on this, on this kind of screen. Um, I think it was like in the shape of, you know, the helmets, like you have like the Darth Vader helmet or Boba Fett helmet. Like you get, you get it in different types. I, I feel it's, my memory's kind of shoddy in, in, in that regard, but that's sort of what I'm recalling <laughs> on what it looked like. But, you know, the basic thing was that you were just doing these, like, lightsaber duels. You had you had sort of your own lightsaber, and you were swinging it around. And I think that was sort of registering on that console thing, you know? And then you were fighting enemies in it. It was, it was very kind of virtual, you know, we connect type of ordeal but before it i think i don't know maybe it was around the same time when motion controls were also a thing or i don't even know if it was even related to motion controls i don't know i don't know that's just what i that's just what i think it was um and i kind of wanted that thing i never got it <laughs> it's it's fine um it's just kind of a relic of that time but i don't know i'm, I'm, I'm just interested if there's any that is like available out there. I'm just trying to think what what the heck it was called. You know, I'm I'm just trying to think about what it could have been referred to as. Just like lightsaber duels, video game console thing. You know what I mean? I'm I'm curious as to if if there's any out there. If there are people maybe on eBay selling it for you know hundreds of dollars. I can I can imagine that being a case. Um, but I don't know. I just I just think it's funny to sort of reflect on that. Yeah, I was I was very much into it, into Star Wars back in, you know, kindergarten, early elementary. Um I dressed up as 
I dressed up as Obi-Wan Kenobi for one Halloween. I remember that. Um, and then my friend dressed up as, like, Anakin. So we kind of did a little cute, you know, cute little, uh, you know, duo co- costumes type of thing. Um, so I was like, what? that was like, what, 2005, 2006, around that time? Because that's when, um, it's uh, when uh, Revenge of the Sith came out. And, uh, yeah, that's just kind of crazy to think about. It's funny, I, I actually, <laughs> that movie was PG-13, I think that was like the first PG-13 Star Wars movie, I'm pretty sure, and so I think I wasn't allowed to watch it for a good while, or maybe I was allowed to watch it, just sort of like, hey, this is, you know what, this is not your, you know, this is not your, uh, you know, this is not your regular Star Wars movie, because I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure every other Star Wars movie up until that point was PG. Phantom, uh, Attack of the Clones. I'm pretty sure they were all, and you know the the you know the original trilogy. I think they were all. Uh, I think they were they were all like PG really PG rated. So, I think that's just kind of funny to to think about. So I I don't think I watched that until like a little later on. Um, but yeah, I I I think that was sort of when my that was sort of when my interest in Star Wars sort of peaked, I guess. Um, and then it, it, what? It was, you know, 20... And then 10 years later, then they released... Uh, um, what was the fourth one called? Or what was the f- new trilogy? What was that movie called, the first one? New Hope? Not New Hope. What the fuck was that one called? <laughs> I completely forgot. I watched that one in the theaters back in like 2015 or 2016 or when the fuck that came out. I think it was it was back in high school for sure, but um, I'm just trying... I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, it, 10 years had already kind of passed, you know, before there was any new Star Wars, you know, Star Wars content. Um, and I think my just sort of interest had sort of changed over the course of time. It's then my... Um, my fanaticism, I guess you could call it, for Star Wars sort of faded over time. Um, so when I saw Force Awakens, that's what it was. So when Force Awakens um, came out, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I, it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't the same anymore. I just, it just didn't have the same charm and same. I didn't have the same kind of like revere for for it that I did when I was younger. Um, so again, I enjoyed it. And then Last Jedi kind of came along, and it wasn't good. And then after that, I just sort of stopped paying attention to Star Wars altogether. Um, I know that there's good stuff. There's some good shows on Disney+. Plus. Um, you know, some good ones out there. I know Mandalorian. I've heard that that one's pretty good. And Andor. Um, but yeah, I think I've just kind of... I, I've sort of gone past my sort of fan dumb for star wars in a sense uh i've heard this is all kind of speculation but i've heard that it sometimes feels maybe a bit bloated and kind of similar to you know marvel pumping out all these movies you know over the past several you know few years and just kind of constantly churning out you know content you know what i mean um Although I think, I don't, I don't know, maybe the quality in, in the Star Wars 
TV shows are maybe a little higher quality, I guess, in, in contrast to, to the Marvel ones. But, um, yeah, maybe there's just maybe too much. It's just too much, too much shit out there. You know what I mean? So maybe that's, um, maybe that, that has sort of led to other fans maybe being turned off by Star Wars in, in a sense. But I, I just haven't had that much interest in it. Um, but hey, listen, there's a lot of good, there's, there's some, there's some shit out there. So if, if, you know, if you are a fan, I'm happy for you, and hopefully, um, you've been able to enjoy some of those things that's that's come out. But uh, yeah, I just haven't, um, I just haven't partaken, or just haven't really been that interested, I guess. Uh, anyways, whole Star Wars tangent. Jesus, I haven't thought about Star Wars in <laughs> years. Uh, the playoffs, second round, have started. Um, I mean, they've started like you know, what feels like a week ago, maybe, or maybe this is the past weekend, um, I'll talk a bit about the, uh, Warriors and Lakers series, game two is later tonight, um, and Lakers took game one, I'm actually not super, like, down on it or anything, I think that it was a very competitive game, I think that the Lakers were just playing incredibly well. Like all of their core pieces were contributing. AD had a really strong game. Um, I think the biggest, my sort of biggest takeaway from watching that game was their interior defense. I felt that they were just like blocking the shots left and right. Um, I think that coming from the King series where it was just sort of a, uh just kind of a layup you know just a layup line for them going into the paint i think this this is they might they're gonna need to like adjust sort of their uh i guess offensive schemes in a sense like you know it's it's possible that ad is not gonna have the same game going forward but he is skilled enough to to be able to put up those numbers um but yeah i think that just going straight into the paint is not going to be the most effective against this Lakers team. I think they're, they have a better, I mean, they do have, they, they, they do like the number show, they do have a better defense than the Kings. So, um, I think that that's something that they'll need to account for in this game and the rest of the series and game two. Um, so I, th- I, I feel they can make the, the adjustments going forward. I, th- I just think that, um, you know, I think it's, uh, both teams play really well. I don't really, I just, I don't really have that many complaints. I mean, the biggest one, obviously, on the Warrior side is just pool taking that one shot. Um, cause they, cause, cause once he bricked that, it was just kind of like, okay, this one's probably over. <laughs> um, uh, it's just, uh, they, he, they just had so much more time. They should have run something. They didn't need to do a three. You know what I mean? They could have just gone for a two, played some defense, you know, try to get, you know, if they hit, if they hit a shot, then it's like, all right, then we'll go for that desperation three, you know? Like, they didn't have to go for an immediate three with, like, 40 seconds still left in the game. That was it's so much time. And there's so much, there was so much time on the shot clock, too. So, yeah, that was not a good, um, not a great shot from Jordan there. But, uh... You just got to take it 
you know, you just gotta, you just gotta move on. I guess you can't really dwell on it. Um, I do think that, I guess, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily super applicable, but I do sometimes think that because of the way that Curry plays and his ability to score on three like that, that it sort of incentivizes other players like Jordan Poole to, you know, take those kinds of shots when it's, it's like, you, you just, it's Curry, you know, the, the players that have, have shown that they can take those shots and make it in crunch time situations. It's really like Steph and Dame that have done it consistently over several years. You know what I mean? Like there's not that many players that can really do that. Um, and then just prove that that shot is like a high percentage one for, for, for those players. Um, and so I think a lot of some other players, uh, look at that and go, Hey, I can do that too. You know? And it's not like they can't, it's just that it's, it's not the most likely thing that they'll actually hit the shot. You know what I mean? It's just in, in situations like when you're getting down into crunch time, I just, it's just not, it's just not smart. Um, so I'm hoping that he, I, I'm hoping that he looks at that tape or has looked at that tape for a very long time. <laughs> And that he doesn't do some shit like that again. Because other than that, he had a pretty, he had a really good game. Like he, he had a really good game. Like I said, I feel that Poole was gonna have a bit of a bounce back in this series, and so far he has in at least the first game. You know what I mean? So hopefully he can kind of continue that, and and then also he's also able to reflect and be like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be a bit more better on in terms of decision making and all that. So, um, yeah, that's that. Uh, some other things, some other series, I guess. The the, uh, the Nuggets are up two zero against the Suns, uh, which is I don't. This is not that that surprising, really. Um, the Heat and the Knicks are tied one one, and then the Sixers and the Celtics are tied one one. Celtics blew them out last year, last game, uh, which is kind of funny coming off of the heels of. Embiid getting announced MVP and him coming back. <laughs> um, I just thought that was uh, kind of funny, I guess. Um, it doesn't really... Not exactly helping your case there, but, but you know, it's a, that kind of happens. Um, they should, maybe they should have just let him rest in game two. <laughs> um, and then see if Harden could do like another carry job. But um, I'd say... I, I, I you know... I forgot what I said exactly about the Nuggets and Suns series. I think the Sun, I think the Nuggets are kind of the clear best team in the West. Like they've proven it over the course of this year, um, and so far in the playoffs. Um, but that doesn't mean that the Suns can't uh, can't make it more competitive. You know what I mean? Um, any any person again? I've I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. Any person that expects a sweep is not going to get a sweep, right? It's it's just not going to happen. Sweeps don't they, those don't come that often. There was there's only one sweep so far this this playoffs and it was the Sixers against the Nets and that that was it. There's there, there's been no other sweeps. I don't expect any other sweeps going into the the later rounds. It's just not going to happen. Um 
So any any person that says they're team in four, you just you gotta you gotta be. Come on, man. Unless you're kind of memeing about it, don't even meme about it because then you just it's just bad juju. You know, it's like you're gonna you're just gonna mess it up for for the rest of the for everybody else. Um, so I, I I do I don't think I think. I think the series is going to be more competitive than people expect. It's just, it's just people are so reactionary game to game. It just happens, you know what I mean? It just happens with with uh, you know certain performances, and you're like, wow, that was crazy. He's going to keep doing this for the rest. It's just not going to happen, you know. Like it's not like Harden. You know, he didn't. He put up 45 in game one. He's not going to do 45 again in game two. Um, and uh it's, it's just you know things change coaches adjust players are you know players adjust and they you know take you know they they look at the tape and then they you know need, they they kind of um update their game plan and shit like that so it's just it's it's uh, it i don't it's having a sweep having is just much more is much more difficult than people really think cuz it's still four games man it could be it could be a hard fought sweep um uh, so that's kind of how, that's how I feel. Recent, <laughs> uh, just just recently, like pretty much within like the last hour or something, I found found out about the um, Mike Woldenholzer. He was he was fired by the Bucks after they got knocked out by the Heat um, in round one, which is sort of a uh, uh, not surprising by any means um but it's also it's tough man that's that's some tough shit um the news kind of came out about his brother's death um and then just like it's 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 hard man like how do you kind of like broach that situation um like you 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 know you and the team underperformed and so that kind of gets reflected on you in a sense. And I, I you know, I, I have criticized like his decision making and shit. Like I think that's totally fair. It's just hard, you know, when you take into account personal matters, because that can definitely have an effect on you and your ability to to perform. So it's 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 incredibly difficult. So I I, I very much feel for him. I think it's just sort of the fact that you know as an, as, an, as as an organization, they've sort of decided to kind of move on from from that point. But it's kind of it's really crazy, though. You know, they won a championship two years ago with him. Um, I, I I know that Bucks fans were pretty heavy on him and pretty critical of his decision making, even during the championship run. Because I, I was remember I was reading up on, you know, I was reading up on some like threads about you know, <laughs> fire bud, fire bud, even even in you know, in, like, the earlier series against, like, the Nets and shit, like, I, I was seeing some heavy Firebud comments, um, from Milwaukee fans, so, um, I think that sentiment has never really gone away, um, it just sort of was maybe a bit softened <laughs> by the fact that they won a championship, you know what I mean? Um, and I think that, you know, he, he, it just, it just sort of, you know, the last two seasons, you know, they lost to the Celtics last year in the second round and they lost this year in a pretty embarrassing fashion. Um, so it's, it, you know, 
it's it's probably it's probably it's tough you know it's really tough like they won they they still they got a ring it's just the fact that they've very much underperformed the last couple of seasons um like this year was gonna be something they were they were they were the best team in the league and then they just completely you know shit the bed so i i I kind of there's there's gotta be changes for sure so i think sometimes the coach is just sort of the first guy that falls in falls in line in a sense or you know falls you know i guess it is is canned uh, because of it, um, which I think is, which I think it makes sense, but it's just tough because of the personal issue of, you know, the fact that there was a family tragedy and shit like that. So I don't know. It's, um, it's hard. I don't want to ever, you know, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I wouldn't want to be in the position of making that decision, you know what I mean? And trying to communicate that. Um, but yeah, um, that, that was something that happened today. Um, and I found out about just like real real recently um among other things yeah i'm gonna probably uh catch up on future redeemed i might be within the next week or so because next friday tears of the kingdom is coming out and i'm i'm trying to my again i i I said this before but my my dis or my decision or how I'm going to try to approach it is I'm going to try to get a physical copy somewhere. <laughs> somewhere I'm probably just going to be driving around, going to places, trying to find a physical copy if they have them in stock. Because I would like to have it, you know, I would like to have it a, have a physical copy on hand. If I don't get it, I might download the game. I, I'm just, you know, I'm just taking that into consideration as well. Because I do want to play it, like, as soon as I can, you know what I mean? So, I'm going to attempt to get a physical copy. I did not pre-order the game. Because I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't trust... I don't really trust shipping and uh, whatever. I'd much rather just buy the game and get that shit on hand. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm going to try to do that next week, next Friday. Um, if that doesn't work out, then I will most likely to download. Or I'll just maybe wait it out just a little bit to see if, if maybe there's some availability somewhere else. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm going to record something maybe later this week. Again, weekend. Um, you know, following up on any playoff games, if I have any more thoughts on Xenoblade or if any other news and shit comes out, so stay tuned for that. All right, it's uh, May seventh now. Uh, Sunday on a on a lovely Sunday afternoon is when I am uh, recording this. Um, it's been a it's been a pretty it's been a solid weekend so far. I've been seeing some friends, some, you know, enjoying some time, time off, uh, looking forward to some more time off later this week, um, because we have some stuff going on, so that'll be nice, uh, summer feels, at least for me, feels like it's kind of coming into, you know, full swing in a sense, um, I have some, I have some plans and some things coming up that I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, and of course, of course, how could I, how could I forget? Tears of the Kingdom is coming out on this Friday, man. This Friday. This is just right around the corner, man. I just got to wait like five, five days. Um, it's, it's something, dude. It's, it's, it, we just, we just can't, we just can't wait to get our grubby hands on that game. Cause we've been waiting for so goddamn long. 
since they first announced it back in 2019. 2019? It's been four years, man. It's been four years since they first announced it, which is kind of crazy. It is It is pretty wild. I'll say it is pretty wild that the announcement came two years after Breath of the Wild. I feel like that's pretty quick, in my opinion. I don't know. I think that's it for, for like a Zelda game to get announced within that f- time frame. It's pretty ambitious. Um, and... <laughs> not surprisingly it, it, it didn't you know it got delayed a, a bunch of times um so that's not I, I i think i think that if they announced it maybe in like 2020 2021 or something like that i think there might have been less less of a stigma of you know against you know this new game like i think then it would have been like oh okay well and and it, like the wait time and everything like that i think people would have been less antsy about it and and shit like that during the last you know few years and i know co whatever covid has an effect i get it i totally understand that but you know they were probably anticipating on releasing it sooner maybe like in 2021 maybe or something like that um but you know i think that with all with all said and done the game's coming out and at this point i'm just i'm just uh, i can't wait to play it um i don't really you know maybe i'll watch some analysis videos of breath of the wild and to kind of get you know a bit more steeped into it um or some more you know final breath of the wild type videos or you know whatever but other than that i think i'm good to go man um I'm happy with the fact that I was able to get at least one more playthrough, like through the you know the main story at the very least, um, and uh, I think I got a lot out of it. Um, I think I, I think the one thing, this is hardly hardly a negative by any means, but I think the one thing that sort of held held me back a little bit during this, you know, the last playthrough that I did, I I, I think the it, it's the fact that I despite the fact that i haven't touched the game in like three four years i still recalled a lot of like the locations the the certain shrines the the puzzles and that sort of thing like i still recalled some of that um so i was like i i don't feel that it's necessary to re-experience that again um i didn't mind doing i didn't mind doing any any of you know anything throughout the the um throughout the game but um in terms of my own enjoyment in terms of getting the most out of that kind of playthrough i i sort of i strayed away a bit from things i felt were a bit um a bit reductive i guess is maybe one word to say it where it's just like i felt like i was just kind of doing it for the sake of doing it and not like you know it's like oh i'm just gonna I don't know. Maybe I'll do that shrine again or something like that. I I wanted to have a different kind of feel for the playthrough, um, and so I did like the divine beasts, sort of like in a different, um, different order. I think maybe I did it in the same exact order because I'm pretty sure I went, um, <laughs> I went like wind. Uh, I forgot the names of the divine beasts, but you know, I went, I went, I went and got Rivali's Gale. 
because that makes traversal so much easier. Um, then I think I did the uh, Death Mountain, and then went into the desert, and then I went to Varuta. So, which I feel it feels kind of similar <laughs> to like what I did last time. But despite that, there were some differences in, in you know in terms of how I approached it. I you know I kind of knew what to expect going into it, so that made me kind of reshift my my focus and everything like that. But I still think I had a really great time. Um, good giving it, you know, going through like a full second playthrough, essentially. Um, it was a lot of fun, man. And I, I, I think, uh, I don't, I, I, I'm sort of, I'm sort of, I, part of me wants to jump back in just to kind of, just kind of like mess around in, in the world of Breath of the Wild, but I, I'm, I'm going to stay away from that. I think I'm just going to wait for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, so I don't really, um, necessarily get sort of uh i don't know not burnt out but i i want to sort of experience the game sort of contained within itself in a sense without too much um without too much of a uh comparison to breath of the wild obviously that's going to come because it's a direct sequel and everything like that but i i i really want it to sort of it being a like standalone experience in a, in a sense if that makes sense um but yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. Uh, of course, I'll be talking about it. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm going to reiterate what I said. My, my sort of intention, I want to get a physical copy. I think that's probably the best, um, best course of action for me. But if I'm not able to get my hands on one, I'll just go digital. It's fine. I, I'll just download it and wait for it to come through um, instead of waiting for... Uh, waiting to pick it up, um, even though that, that, that's going to be kind of a, a goal of mine. That's I'm gonna. That's going to be a an errand that I'm going to run. I'm going to try to find a physical copy of that game, um, probably this Friday. So, stay tuned for that. I'll let you know how that goes. Um, let's. I'm going to touch. I'm just going to get this out of the way. Um, I'm going to touch briefly on the playoffs, the Warriors. Warriors got their ass kicked last night. Uh, they lost by like 30 points. I didn't really watch the full game. I stopped watching sometime. I was kind of on and off. I watched the first half, and then I just sort of was like, I didn't I didn't even really pay attention in the second half once I saw like the score was, the game was completely, you know, out of, uh, out of reach. Uh, and I was just like, all right, that's kind of it. So, um, it's funny, the, the series is sort of, uh, you know, it's been kind of touted as a, uh, as the most, you know, potentially interesting and competitive series. And so far, there's only been one game that's been close, and that was game one. Every other game, both other games have been blowouts going either way. Um, so I don't know if that's the most. <laughs> it hasn't been, uh, you know, it's, it's competitive in the sense that it's like, you know, maybe throughout those games there were moments of competitiveness, but the results don't really show that. So, um, hopefully the Warriors can kind of uh, bounce back. It's a kind of a rough one in Game Three. You know what I mean? Um, they'll they'll need to adjust for sure. Uh, but yeah, kind of a kind of a rough one last night. But again, man, like I said, not too high, not too low. I I. I uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't, um, I'm not placing too much expectations or anything like that. I, I feel that 
this roster is different from last year. We are not performing. We have not performed at the same level as we have um, regular season, I think, shows that. Um, so, yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, just, you know, just make adjustments, do the best that they can, um, and I'll, I'll still be rooting for them, you know, regardless of, um, you know, through the losses and everything like that. Um, moving on to future redeemed so i actually just beat that earlier today like less than just maybe a couple hours ago um and it was fantastic man i thought it was wonderful i really want to i really just want to uh, part of me just wants to like re-experience that ending again because there was there was so much going on there's so much going on dude connections to other series other xeno uh Zeno, uh, Zeno storylines and shit like that. Ugh. This is like a whole, it's a wet dream, man, for, for fans like us. Um, I, yeah, I think, I'm honestly probably just gonna go back and do some of the other, uh, post-game stuff. Um, or, you know, post-game where I just, like, you know, I wanna, I wanna really max out and try to do, play to, like, you know, near, close, 100% or near 100%, because, I really enjoyed exploring the world in this. I think it was super well, like, optimized. The, uh... I'm really glad, I think I've touched upon this, I'm glad that they brought back, like, the Collectopedia. I think that's really fun to fill out. Um, and it kind of, it really incentivizes you to explore the world more. Um, and there's just a lot of things that I think is, uh... is really... makes it worthwhile to really delve into the world and, and seek out like every corner of it um it's much easier to do so in this than the base game just because of how you know how you know how much more contained the world is and i really like that i felt the same way when i was playing torna um i really wanted to i didn't 100 percent it but i did a lot of stuff in torna after i beat the uh the main story um because there was just um there's a lot of fun things to to explore uh it, it it just felt it felt easier to you know do more and it felt it felt really satisfying when you uh completed certain quests and defeated unique enemies and and that sort of thing so i'll probably be doing kind of the same thing um pretty much until you know end of this week right um once once zelda comes out um it's it's been it's been it's a really fun really fun um just a really tightly knit experience it's exactly kind of what not exactly but it, it it was kind of what i expected in a sense but it really uh it elevated a lot of the things that torna brought um torna had my biggest criticism of torna is like just the fact that like the main story is blocked off by a side content, which I felt was, I don't understand. I didn't really understand the reasoning for that. Um, this one, it's like, you can kind of do whatever you want. You can really focus on the main story and just kind of like, you know, zoom to the end of the story. If you really wanted to, uh, play, you know, put it on like easy mode and just kind of get past, um, all the, you know, through the chapters. Uh, but I, I really, I put it, I played it in hard mode and 
it was really satisfying. I felt the combat, the uh, um, the progression. I, I felt it was really smooth. I, I sort of approached it in a similar way to the base game where I um, I really tried to stay within kind of the level that enemies were, you know, per chapter, per area. Um, I think this one, the bonus XP really came in handy <clears throat> for certain quests and getting through certain areas. Uh, base game I didn't touch I didn't touch bonus at all basically until like the end of the game because I felt like the you know you were accruing so much XP through like chain attacks and shit like that but I was like I'm not even bothering <laughs> I'm not even touching it cuz I'm going to be way over leveled you know what I mean but with this one it it kind of incentivizes you to to use that XP bonus XP because there are some really tough enemies and you're like damn I really can't beat this guy or um, certain bosses are pretty difficult, um, and you'll kind of need it to, you'll, I would, I was like maybe like five, six levels above the last boss. And even then it was really difficult. So I think the difficulty was really well balanced, um, when playing in hard mode. Um, I felt that I really had to kind of focus on using certain characters and maximizing their, uh, abilities and that sort of thing. Um, and it took me a few tries to beat the final boss, but I, once I kind of nailed it, it, it was pretty satisfying. Um, <clears throat> so overall, really great experience. I do, I, part of me really wants to touch on the story. Um, but I feel that <laughs> it's going to be difficult for me to kind of articulate, you know, the connections that it's made to previous Xeno uh, Xeno games and, uh, stories, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll just say this, I think it's a really interesting, um, it's, 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 I don't really know where the Xeno franchise is gonna go after this, um, cause this is what, the end of the Klaus saga, as, uh, Takahashi put it, and I think this is a great cap, cap off to, to that storyline through the trilogy um i think the fact that there are explicit ties to uh especially xenosaga i think that kind of provides some um provides an ability to for for monolith to maybe continue on in some way shape or form within that universe you know what i'm saying because he said the Klaus saga. So within this Xenoblade contained uh, storyline, that's finished. But there are still things that can continue from that point on. You know what I mean? So I, I, I don't. I can see there being future games in you know whatever Xeno, you know whatever the fuck Xeno. Who knows what's going to be called next, or if it, if they if it even is going to be Xeno. Um, but. I think within that sort of universe, I could see there being recurring characters and, and, and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'll be excited to see what they come out. Even if there is, even if it isn't necessarily, you know, quote unquote, Xeno related, I'm still excited to see where they, um, what Monolith's next project is. Because I think that, uh, I think that this last DLC entry, 
it really ties everything really well. Um, and I'm sure that Takahashi is very, I'm sure he's pretty satisfied with how things kind of ended. Um, cause it's really been, been building up to this point, starting from gears and everything like that. I, you know, I, I, I mentioned this a little while back, but I watched like, I watched gameplay and I watched, uh, playthroughs of gears and saga because i really wanted to be up to date on that um i don't know if i'll ever really you know maybe in the future but i just don't have that off the time and i don't have the resources really just to um get like a you know uh like buy a buy xeno gears and then buy like the xeno saga trilogy first of all those games are incredibly expensive and they're just not that uh widely available i did see i th- i did see some of the saga games i went to a retro game uh game shop um maybe like a year ago or something or it was like a few months ago and i did see it but there was it was like fucking like saga 3 was like 200 dollars or some shit i'm like i'm not you know what i mean I, I and it's just i don't know if like i'll ever if i have the time right now to really get to those so i think I like to sort of be up to date within the world of those games, um, but I do want to maybe experience them uh, sometime whenever, whenever I have time. I don't know when that's going to happen, but um, I do want to maybe try to experience those games on my own. Um, anyways, I, I, I feel that the DLC did a really good job of kind of tying everything from Takahashi's works over the last 20, 30 years, you know what I mean? Um, it's really exciting, man. Um, I'm happy for happy for him, happy for Monolith that they've been able to get to this point and achieve kind of that sort of, in a sense, kind of continuing storyline, even if it's not, you know, it's not definitely not linear by any means, but, um, you know, kind of continuing that sort of universe. And uh, even if it isn't, even if the next series or next game isn't within that, you know, already established universe, I'll be excited to see where you know, where they, th- where they take things and what, if they have a new, like a IP, new IP or anything like that, I, I'll be excited to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Really, uh, really happy with kind of the, um, result. Uh, I'll be, I'll still be playing it just cause I, there's a lot of, uh, other stuff that I want to do. And the game is, the game is very fun. The game is a lot of fun <laughs> in general. Um, the, I like the, I like the gameplay loop. I like, you know, exploring and picking up shit. So I'll probably be continuing that for, for the time being until again, like I said, Tears of the Kingdom coming up. Um, so yeah, just a quick weekend update on some things. Uh, next time I record, I will either have gotten my copy on Tears of the Kingdom or I'll do like a final sort of, uh, final preview of some sorts before the game before i get my hands on the game um later this week so again stay tuned for that um that's gonna be it for this week's episode this has been save the semantics signing off